This is Brad A. Milford with the Unlimited Business Wisdom Podcast, where business owners are making five, six, seven. It's not about the money. It's about the impact, right? It's, it's, it's all about serving people. There's six questions in nine minutes because transforming possibility leads to reality. So let's get to it. Question number one. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Well, to the listeners, my name is Tony Watley. I am a business coach, a speaker, and an author based in Houston, Texas, although my clients are virtual. And my interesting story is that I've owned businesses for over 20 years while working a corporate job that was a highly paid engineering project management and oil and gas. So I had a career in oil and gas, but I built automotive performance businesses on the side because my passion is cars. And eventually those side businesses earned me millions of dollars when I had an exit on one of the companies. And nowadays I teach other people how to start, scale, and exit their own companies. Love it. Couldn't, couldn't love that more. Question number two, what's the best thing about being in business? So here's a good story about that. I remember being in corporate, sitting in my desk, looking at my supervisor. Even when I was young, I was looking at my supervisor and asking myself, do they have the lifestyle that I dream about? And then usually the answer was no, because I own those businesses and I was making more income a lot of times on my side businesses than I was in my career. So then I would escalate up the corporate ladder and I'd look at maybe my supervisor's supervisor. And I would ask myself then, Do they have the lifestyle that I dream about? And a lot of times I already had a better lifestyle than both of them. And as I started getting into my 40s and I was reporting directly to vice presidents and executives, I was still asking these same questions along the way. So for 20 years, I was asking that and the answer was always no. So I was always thinking, is there going to be a time when the answer is yes? And really for me turning 40, I started to think about that. And the answer is always going to be no, because I started getting to know some of the high level executives. And I'd already made that kind of level of success and actually had more freedom and less stress than them by doing the things I wanted to do. So being an entrepreneur was more about having control of your own destiny and also being in that oil and gas industry. It's a cyclical downturn. So every about eight to, eight to 10 years on average, there's always a downturn. And those who are very expensive, like me at near my end of my career there, were basically the first ones to get laid off. And so your unemployment becomes somebody else's decision So if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it's like walking around with a backpack on or a parachute on your back that you can choose to deploy at any time if you didn't like the company that you're working for. And you'll find that you have a lot more confidence, a lot more skills, and a lot more just, you know, drive to be able to do what you want to do, even at a corporate level when you've got a backup plan that you can always deploy. So for me, it was always about control and not being controlled. Love it. Lots of freedom in there. (laughs) Totally. Freedom is always the word that people resound when they ask about entrepreneurship. It's the number one word. No doubt about it. Question number three. We hear from other business owners, and even during this time, especially in the digital space because of all the changes, that business owners are getting so much business that the chaos sometimes causes overwhelm. Tell me your thoughts on that, Tom. I think a lot of times people scale too fast because they're too focused on the top line revenue. And it's a lot of times it's just an ego sandwich. They want to perceive themselves as bigger and make more sales. And they think that's going to make more money. Well, if your systems and your processes are not efficient or you don't have the right teammates to help you scale those businesses, you can actually have the house of cards effect and come crumbling down because ultimately your customers and your clients want to have a certain level of experience or service that they're paying for. And if you fail to deliver that, they're going to have a lot of viable options out there unless you're some sole category where you're the only one and you have a monopoly, which is highly unlikely. 
you got to be able to deliver. So a lot of times we also find that solopreneurs especially will build a job rather than a business. So they do something because they have a lot of unique knowledge or skills. So they start a company, but then they run out of hours because they can physically only do a certain amount of things for a certain amount of time. And they're not willing to create processes and systems to be able to train other people to do the same thing that can scale their company. So you got to make sure you build a business. And also, here's the other thing that most people don't understand is you can throttle this. If you're exceeding too busy and you start to waver on your customer service or your support or deliverables, you need to throttle back on taking in new work and just be fully transparent. Hey, we're fully stacked. Like I'm a business coach. I've got 12 one-on-one clients. I don't take any more than that. So when people approach me, no matter how much they want to pay, I say, hey, I've got 12 people right now. That's my capacity. You can join this group. You can get on the waiting list. Here's some other things or here's some of the referral business I can send you to. But I'm only focused on the people I'm serving. And as, my, as I started to become a better business coach or more notable, I just raised my rates. That's what we all do. We raise our rates based on supply and demand. So you can throttle things based on your price, your availability, and really the physical hours that you have for each day. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Question number four. What other successful business owners, like yourself, of course, to be on the Unlimited Business Wisdom Podcast? I'm going to give you a generic question or answer on that. I'll, I'll get into some details, but I, I've got my own podcast, 365 Driven. I've interviewed over 150 awesome entrepreneurs and thought leaders and New York Times bestsellers and really any type of people that have this kind of information that's what they want to give back to the community because we realize that we didn't get there ourselves. There's no such thing as self-made. You got to be able to learn something, apply it, become good at it, and then be excited about sharing it. And I know that's why you do this, Brad. You put this show together to get information out there. So I would say that anyone that's been on my show would be an incredible guest for you. I want to highlight three that will be at my speaking event in Utah, October 1 through 4, though. Mike Fallett, he's helped over 200 entrepreneurs become number one bestsellers on Amazon, including myself. So if you've got a book that you want to write, he's exceptional at doing that. And he's also great at branding. A good friend of mine, Zachary Babcock, is I got a top-rated podcast just like I do. And he helps entrepreneurs take their idea for their podcast and actually develop it into a show and covers all the art and the technology and the things that you need to do. And he coaches you to become a top-rated podcast host. So we're good friends. And I've also got a friend that's also going to be speaking at the event, Marianne Isanu, Marion is a digital marketing genius. He's made over a million dollars through one funnel on ClickFunnels, which is a, a, a digital marketing ad software. So you think about that, he's made over a million dollars just from one of his funnels. And he's got the two comma club trophy to show for that. So three exceptional guys will be speaking at my event and it would be great to have on your show. Love it. It's such a small world. <laughs> so Mike is from Pittsburgh. Um, I know I'm going to connect with him, but the other two is great. I would love to connect with them. Love to showcase the people we're surrounded by, at least a few of them, and on a quick podcast like this, right? Thanks for sharing. Appreciate that. Question number five, let's get to the crux of it, right? What business wisdom would you share with other business owners? I think the number one regret for most entrepreneurs, when you go back and ask them at whatever level they are, the number one regret is not starting sooner. And for most people, that's the number one regret for a reason is because people overthink before they actually take some actions. And what I want to say that anyone that's listening to this is if you think that you're not ready, you got to understand today is the right day to start. And you got to understand that everybody has become successful in entrepreneurship. They didn't have all the answers. They didn't have nearly all the answers. They just got started. And once you start to get started, you actually start to build momentum and you gain knowledge as you go. And 
you become a better entrepreneur. So don't think that you got to read a hundred books, hire 50 coaches, listen to the seminars and do all this stuff. Like just get started and then you'll start to quickly figure out what you need to know or what you need to hire to build your company. And it's perfectly normal to start scaling and gaining knowledge and experiences as you go, but you'll never gain that experience until you actually take that first step and actually start the company. Absolutely love it. So someone that's on the fence, just really overthinking, what, what kind of advice would you give them? Honestly, you just got to go put your idea out there and validate your idea for your product or your business. First of all, I think most people skip that step because they like to pelt themselves on the back and say like, I've got this great idea and whatever that's a product or a business. And they go spend a lot of money and time building this thing out. And then they, then they finally unveil it and nobody buys it because they skipped a crucial step on any product development or a business idea. You need to go validate your market. Now, some people may be thinking to themselves, well, Tony, I don't have a market. I don't have audience of thousands of listeners. I don't stand on stages. Who's my market? Well, everybody out there is probably on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. If you don't have an established network, use those people as your market to bounce off your ideas and just say, hey, guys, I'm thinking about building this product or starting this service. What would you guys think? Or what would you pay for that? Or what are the complaints of existing products or services that you have regarding this type of industry? And start to collect those answers rather than thinking you wanted to build what they want. You start to think about what do they actually want and build the product or service that they actually are telling you that they want rather than thinking that you know what they want. And all of a sudden, you're going to have a successful product, whether it's a book, an online course, a physical, tangible product or a service, people will be very vocal and tell you exactly what they want as long as you're willing to listen. Excellent. Anybody that missed that, I want to <laughs> scroll back and listen to that again. I've seen so many people make that mistake. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. Let's switch gears for a minute. Let's talk about something fun, right? A lot of us talk business all the time. Mm -hmm. What's the most fun vacation you ever had? That's part of why we do what we do, right? Here's the thing about me being in digital space, building virtual businesses. One of my non-negotiables is I got tired of showing up somewhere where there's hours posted on the door. You had to be physically located to do your job. The thing that was crazy about me and oil traveling international, doing things all over the world was even when I was working from home, I still had to go to the home base, the headquarters, downtown Houston. And the really strange part about that is I would have to commute two hours a day and I would go sit in this office and manage teams in Paris and in London. And I was like, why am I having to drive two hours a day of my time to go manage people on the other side of the world? So after I got out of that industry in 2015, I said, you know, one of my non-negotiables is I want to be able to run any of my businesses anywhere in the world whenever I want. Beauty of being connected to the internet or Wi-Fi or having accessibility is we can do that. You and I are not in the same city. We're having this conversation. All the technology is there. You just got to learn to embrace it. But the thing is with vacations, is now that I've built that non-negotiable, my wife and I, we travel all the time. We love to go international travel. And I'll tell you that we travel and we do so many vacations that I'm not going to say that there's one favorite, but I'm going to tell you a favorite method of vacationing for us. Okay. So here's what we do. We like road trips. I grew up doing road trips in the USA because my parents couldn't, fly, couldn't afford to fly international when I was a kid. Her parents were the same way. So we like road trips. We like to explore and take our time. So what we'll do is we'll pick a country or a group of countries that are nearby each other and we'll just book the, the airplane flight into one city and the hotel for that first night so that when we get there, we don't have to think about that. We can just go relax and you know catch up on the sleep jet lag. And then we'll rent a car and we'll usually spend seven to 10 days just driving around 
connecting the dots, seeing what we want to see on our own time with no schedule, no agenda, no hotels booked in advance, and basically just figure out when we get up for breakfast, we bust out the iPad or the phone and we go, hey, where are we going today? Let's go here. That looks like a cool thing we want to see. Well, okay, let's book a hotel there for this night. We'll just do that. And we'll do that for seven to 10 days with no schedule. And then on our return flight, it's always from a different city because we don't want to backtrack and go to where we were. So we'll fly into one city and we'll fly out of another and just have those two hotels on the bookends of that trip booked so we don't have to think about those two. But other than that, that's what we've done. We've done that in Italy, Germany, Spain, Portugal, France. We've done this all over the world, and it's the best way for us to travel because, one, you're relaxed, and you're not on a schedule, and you don't have to be somewhere somewhere, and you get to see things that are off the beaten path, and that's when you really start to discover what the rest of the world looks like. Love it. Planes, trains, and motorcycles. That's right. Yeah, (laughs) use them all. I love it. No, that is great. That's one of the best answers I've had. I've done a number of that. So in some of the places that you mentioned, so it's great to hear other people doing the same thing uh, as opposed to one of those really scheduled regimented vacations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As a project manager, as a business person that lives lives and dies by a schedule, I don't want to be on a schedule for my vacations. No doubt. Thanks so much for being on. I appreciate your time, the investment of your time being here. Love showcasing you. What's the website or how can people get in touch with you when they see that and they're like, oh, I have to get in touch with that guy? My website is 365driven.com. You'll find links to my best-selling book and you'll find my podcast and my entrepreneurship society. I've got a free society on Facebook called 365 Driven Entrepreneurs. You guys look it up. Be happy to add you in there. But other than that, I'm very active on Instagram and LinkedIn, but everything's on 365driven.com. Love it. Love the website, by the way. Thanks. Been on there a number of times. So I'm a true believer. I appreciate you investment in your time. This is Brad A. Milford with the Unlimited Business Wisdom Podcast, where business owners making five, six, seven, eight, nine figures or more are sharing their wisdom and creating impact globally. Thanks for joining us.